I'd like to propose a toast. Hello and welcome to Before Brunch. I'm Megan Cassidy. And I'm Cassie Delaney. And we are your weekly celebrity pop culture, social issues and arts podcast. And we go live every Sunday morning right before brunch at about 11am. And we like to talk about all the things that you're going to be talking to your pals about at brunch. So we take the things that have happened during the week on the internet, in the media, and we question them, we unpack them and we try and make sense of them for our lives and therefore your lives. I feel like you've gone for a different voice this week, Cassie. I, I don't know, to I was trying to, like, trying to shake it up a little bit. That was different. It was, was good. Like, bubbly. Yeah. There was a, a little bit I more felt intonation. It was very, I did get, um, I got a message from a fan, Grace O'Reilly. Who yeah. said that I sounded particularly like just dead last week? You were, yes, particularly so. dead last well, week. Well, I wasn't Let's feeling. I wasn't open feeling about well, yeah. but now I'm feeling a lot better. I mean, we don't get to see the nitty gritty behind the scenes, but like I was really unwell yeah. last week. You did most of it with your head in your hands. Yeah, but I'm back. You're well, back well, to sorts. Yes, I yes, I you are back. Um we are brought to you by Diet Coke in conjunction with their hashtag because I can campaign and we are now going to open a can of coke and continue with the episode. Ooh. That intro just never gets less cheesy. No, it doesn't. I like it though. I like it too. So, um exciting week this week. Is it? Mm. In what respect? Um, the Pope? Absolutely not. I'm not for that. Um, we were kind of contemplating talking about the Pope, but I just thought we'd get too, we'd, I'd get too annoyed about it. We'd get too serious. We've done Catholicism so many times. Like, I got called a totalitarian the last time we talked about religion because I said that the Catholic Church should be abolished. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't think... Stand by. I don't think Catholicism should be abolished. I just think the Church has a lot to answer for. But that's all I'm saying they on the do. matter. I think the best thing that could happen now is the Catholic Church just becomes a minority group mm-hmm. and they are forced to reevaluate everything and maybe they'd actually be a pretty cool minority group because a lot of the Catholics I know are nice people. Catholics are nice people. The Catholic Church as a whole has done a lot of wrong and we should not stand by them and not support them and the Pope's visit is ridiculous and a waste of time, money, resources, all that other stuff and I'm pretty annoyed about the roads being closed because I'm trying to plan a brunch in town and it's just, it's really inconvenient. You can't do brunch in town tomorrow. I know, I'm going to have to go over, we're going to have to go somewhere else. It's just the whole thing highly yeah. inconvenient and is actually um it's contrary to my beliefs in yes. that i believe i should be able to access brunch whenever the fuck i want and now i can't <laughs> that is your right as a human being mm-hmm. um yeah that's okay so that's not what's exciting what what is exciting what's exciting is the vmas made a very special announcement the other night oh so it's you're going in with like the the, the the topic of our podcast is really exciting yeah yeah okay okay yeah, which i think it is yeah no so do i no i'm no i don't what it's going to be an exciting podcast for the listeners but i don't think the news is exciting okay no well we're gonna have a serious debate about this <gasps> the hills is yeah. coming back yeah to our lives 
And you don't think that's exciting? Okay, so I didn't realize that we were going to be fighting today. I thought we would we were completely on the same page about how much we hate the hills and how unnecessary it is. Oh my god, you are wrong. The hills is the saving reality TV show that we need right now. And I will tell you why. Because herein we have a collection of people who have not been on the TV in any substantial manner for the for over a decade. Yes. We have... Is it 10 years? Oh, it's over 10 years. It's like... It's, I have another fact that I'm going to share with you now in a second. But we this is going to be a fun episode. We have a group of people whose lives we can safely say did not turn out the way they anticipated that they would and they oh. are coming back together for a reality TV show. They have nothing to offer us. They are okay. not the Kardashians. They are not rich people. They are not that beautiful anymore and we are going to be able to look at them and feel okay about ourselves. Okay, so you are looking forward to watching this as in you accept that it's a shit show. And mm. it, Okay, so it's not as if you were this big Hills fan and you like quote no, Lauren. No, and no. Okay, that makes me feel better. So you're just looking forward to watching the car, watching the car crash. Yes. Okay, I... If if I were to kind of look at it from that angle, the only thing I'd be really disappointed at, at is that Lauren was given the opportunity to say, my life is in a different point and I'm not going to do the reality show. I'm because so annoyed her life she gets to say that. is in a different point because Lauren has been successful. I Lauren, hate Lauren. Okay, well, I'm not a massive fan of her. Lauren has, what, a clothing brand that's mm-hmm. really successful. She's got a collection with, with Cole. Mm-hmm. She's got um, three... Bloomingdale's, it's like... It's massive. It like sells out every yeah. yeah. She's got three New York Times bestseller books for her <sighs> candy LA whatever it is thing. Have okay. you even read? I've never, a never gone near it. Never will. Not my thing. Not my bag. But she has been successful. She doesn't need whatever money MTV is offering her now. Do you know who does? Everyone fucking else. Okay, but come I, crawling in. I'm so mad right now. Like <laughs> Lauren has had success. Okay. She should not have had it. This was the biggest fluke of all time of anyone. Like the Mm -hmm. Kardashians deserve everything that they have. Lauren is dumb as an asshole. I cannot stand her. She's dumb. Like her and Audrina are so dumb. And when she was writing those books and she had one interview where she said, oh, um, she enjoyed writing the second book more because the characters were developed and she like got to get into the process. And I'm like, if Lauren Conrad has the fucking audacity to speak about writing process, like where are we at? She was so fucking dumb, so boring. She, she was, was not like smart. Watered down vanilla. She's not even vanilla. And from day one, Laguna Beach, her and Kristen Cavallari, I was like, how would anyone ever be Team Lauren? She has gotten success by some sort of a ridiculous fluke. I don't know why everyone loves her, but I get that people are obsessed with her for some reason. They're so fucking boring. And she's, 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 she's not so fucking boring. She never did anything. Olivia Palermo is the only one that no, is actually, actually up to something. No, sorry. The biggest star to come out of the hills is Emily Wise, right? She only appeared in three episodes. Never heard she, of her. You, you would know her. She was the intern that interned in... Um, she was the super intern in Vogue who came and yeah. showed up thing in Whitney. She is now the CEO of Glossier. She oh, founded Into it. the Gloss. Love so it. she, like, I get that newsletter. That has yeah. millions of people subscribed to it. It is a big, massive, multinational beauty brand. She has earned her success. She did it right. It was yes. fucking fantastic. The rest of them, 
Like oh. the person who appeared in three episodes is the most successful. That is a beautiful story. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. The entire lineup though, like I can get up behind Heidi and Spencer because they just have no shame to the point where they kind of make me resent my Irish upbringing. Like, why do I have so much shame? They've no shame. They'll do anything. They are absolutely so embarrassing. And here they are back for more. Like, of course they are. I don't like that Lauren thinks she's beating Heidi by saying that she's in a different point in her life. I just don't like how much smug enjoyment she's getting from I not signing up to I, do this Okay, reunion. yeah, maybe she is getting smug enjoyment, but like, I really feel like she's just over it. No? Uh, of course she's over it, but she's over it by fluke. She shouldn't be over it. She should be begging for this job. There, she shouldn't have ever got it in the first hand. She was the most boring person on Laguna Beach. I heard a rumour and I love it. It's my favourite thing. There was a photo shoot that they did for Rolling Stone like back in 2008, 2009 and it was Lauren, Heidi, Whitney and Audrina. Mm-hmm. And Audrina's back for the reunion as well. Fucking of course. She's the dumbest bitch of all. <laughs> like I can't... Th- I digress but there was one scene where she's in a swimming pool and she was so desperate for Justin Bobby the whole way through he's the also back she just sits there with her mouth open all the time as things happen around her like she there was no action with her Justin Bobby treated her like a piece of shit yeah she's in the swimming pool and he says take your bra off and she does it she just fucking takes her bra off without speaking with her mouth open like her tongue hanging out because she's so dumb takes her bra off and swims over to him and I, I was just I just think of the 15 year old girls watching it oh it, it was disgraceful yeah it is it is sad um, but here let me just tell you this about the Rolling on. Stones right so they had this cover and someone inside the shoot leaked what they were all actually like and I think it's it's brilliant because it's exactly what you imagine so Heidi who has always been desperate for this reality life yes. and wants the fame. Went in and tried to make friends with every member in the crew, was like really fake and really over the top. But as the day went on, was getting a little bit more popular with people because she was having the buzz and like having mm. a private joke with trying. people. And really trying because she wanted another gig or she wanted one member of the crew to say, Heidi's really easy to work with and she's professional. So she was putting on her A game. Okay, Lauren was insanely jealous of Heidi. The more popular Heidi was getting, the more annoyed Lauren was getting. Because Lauren was supposed to be the star. It was her show. But that's always the way Lauren was. So apparently she was looking out of the side of her eye at Heidi and the more fun Heidi was having, the more insecure and sad Lauren was getting. Remember, she was always so sad. Sad. And she just had this fucking sulk on her face. So she's getting sulkier and starts talking about how fat she feels and she's this and she's that increasingly the gap between how well Heidi is doing and how bad Lauren is doing is just increasing. Okay. Audrina stood there with her mouth open. <laughs> Standard. Whitney was Did she have her bra on? Like, well, it depends on what the crew wanted from her because really, just go with it. But Whitney was apparently the biggest bitch. Arrived late, had this big sulk on, had a big fuss about her hair, makeup, big fuss about her clothes, big fuss about the positioning of them. So I always wonder in these photo shoots, um, if they actually care where they're standing in the lineup, and of they course obviously they do. do. Yeah. So everyone had to swap positions so that it was fair, and everyone got a time in the middle. And I was just like, that is so sad. And these are four a lineup of four spectacularly dumb bitches, <laughs> and they've done so well. The only person I can get behind is Heidi. Why? Just because she's, she's transparent dumb and she's trying. <laughs> like she knows what she wants. Am I correct? I think I'm correct in saying that she has been on. 
Celebrity Big Brother twice yeah. in the UK. Yeah. yeah. So she knows what she is. She knows. They went on they went on Marriage Boot Camp, yeah. which is a show in the US. They went on I'm a Celeb, Get Me Out of Here, and they went on Celebrity Big Brother twice. She yeah. knows exactly what it is. She's she had never talked about the writing process. She went to the beach and Spencer filmed her on a fucking stereo cam for a music video. That's she fun. knows who she is. Yeah. Um, do you know what I'm most excited about as well? Is that the fact when it returns, we you know the way they used to always have their name whenever scene they were in, like 10 seasons in, yeah. it would still come up like Lauren, yeah. Conrad. Yeah. They're going to have to do that now because they're all completely unrecognisable because they've had so much work done. <laughs> yeah. You're like, is that Audrey? Is that I like? I was literally looking at the picture on VMA, and I was like, "Who is that? Yeah. Is that that's Audrey?" Um, yeah. But the majority of them now are here with. So it's only Low, Lauren, and I'm. I don't know if I don't know if Whitney is returning. No, Whitney is coming back. She, she confirmed it the back. day after it was announced. So it's only Lauren and Low and. Kirsten who aren't coming back Kristen's Kristen. not she has a contract with E already for Very Cavallari yeah uh, which I will watch I always thought she was the best character she was such a raging Apparently bitch in Laguna brilliant. Beach yeah and she's she knows what she is she's exactly there's something to her there was something to Olivia Palermo as well she was a, like such a horrific bitch but I would watch that like the difference with watching it this time when everyone started watching The Hills and everyone got obsessed with it I feel like people wanted to be like them where you picked someone that you wanted to be and that was mm. the reality show thing and with Laguna Beach I just wanted to be Kristen and that's what kept me watching it again and again I would never want to be Lauren but now it's like what you're saying no one will watch it because we're not 15 anymore or whatever age we were we're not watching it as like aspirational TV content no it's it's the car crash it is now it has gone from being what was like pre-Kardashians reality TV we all wanted to be in and on Laguna Beach Mm -hmm. now it's like something more akin to the real housewives of This this is what it is, but because they're all coming back married, we're basically in a Real Housewives season, and it's just going to be fucking brilliant. We finally got the Real Housewives of Laguna Beach. Well, yeah, if you could sell it to me at all, that's the way to sell it to me. They are the majority of them are married now, have like young kids, so a lot of them have kids who are like one or two. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a really interesting time in their lives to observe or whatever. And then also, um, there's a bit of scandal in there as well. Like Audrina not only divorced from her BMX. Uh, husband but I had to get a restraining order and stuff and now Justin Bobby's coming back in he is apparently a hairdresser to celebs now that's what he did in the time yeah he has a load of hair salons so it's going to be really interesting to see what there is Jason who's coming back runs a rehab centre Jason is the one that Lauren didn't go to Paris for the Diet Coke Because I Can campaign is about carefree, fun with friends and celebrating the things in life that make you feel good. Take part in the Diet Coke Because I Can series by following hashtag Because I Can. Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. And then they broke up and she couldn't believe she'd missed out on her chance to go to Paris. Yeah. And like just was the, the conception point of so many Instagram inspirational quotes that say always go to Paris or always choose Paris. That's, oh that's, my God. that's where that comes from those quotes like you're making me sick always go to Paris always go to Paris what was the other one I can forgive you but I want to forget you yeah yeah as the tears stream down the face yeah so it's going to be really interesting Jason running his um, recovery uh, his, his his rehab centre called Widespread Recovery in Laguna Beach is obviously going to be featured that's but like, cool he has said before that his it, it was his involvement on the show 
that triggered a lot of his addiction problems. So like for him to now be returning to it, it's a bit of a an odd one. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Justin Bobby, celebrity hairstylist, he looks the exact same. Mm. The exact same as he did. Still has greasy hair. Brody Jenner apparently coming back again. He obviously dipped in and out of um, reality TV. He's appeared obviously on the Kardashians. Um, brother to Kendall and Kylie. Um, and he also had his own reality TV show called Sex with Brody for a while that didn't do that. too well. I think his wife is um, slated to appear as well, Caitlin. And I'd actually be interested to see what she's like. I'd I imagine, her on Instagram for a while. Yeah, I'd imagine she would be in it. Um, a couple of them did spin off reality TV shows that didn't didn't last. Um, so I think it was... Oh, I actually don't know if Audrina got one. Um, I mean, obviously, Whitney did The City, which was spectacular. So that was a spin-off of The Hills. Which the was City the sp- was so much... Wait, no, maybe Olivia wasn't in The Hills. She no, only came into Olivia The City. No, Olivia was Sorry. in The City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, obviously, that ran for a little while. Uh, Spencer and Heidi have just had the most failed careers and then famously got into kind of crystals and all that kind of weird shit. Yeah. Um, um and yeah so like they've got we've got a lot of people who've just not been successful but that's the great thing when these reunions come back around the really good like juicy gossipy bit is it's a chance for everyone to show where they're at in their lives and the amount of drama that that causes internally among women I can only imagine like Mm -hmm. the Sex and City reunion is the perfect example they were all there they were all ready to do it and Kim Cattrall has moved on from being bullied and I would say Sarah SJP was a nasty little weapon on set. Yeah. And Kim's passed that. And that was her chance to say, actually, do you know what? I'm not going to bother doing Sex in the City 4 or whatever it was going to be. Sorry. See ya. And I was like, yes, great chance. Go. Yeah. But and then also, like, no, go, go on. on. It's like, it's a dangerous thing to do. It's to take something that was successful in a different time era and bring it into contemporary media because it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. The format isn't going to work. People aren't going to admire them anymore. It's going to be a laughing stock. Now, I'm I'm sure that MTV are very aware of what it's going to be and they Mm. don't anticipate that it's going to have the same impact that it had before. But it'd be like, you know, when, when Friends came onto Netflix... And we had that conversation about it is not funny anymore. It yeah. is not it is not relevant to our t- to this time and therefore doesn't have the same response and it doesn't it, it's not going to warrant the same success. So for them to do this and take it out and place it in now, it is only only going to result in disaster. Yes, one well, disaster or you know, a study in anthropology. It could be the next Love Island. Okay, it's going to be absolute, I mean, mean, yeah, and this kind of, I suppose, begs that question of like, we're so fascinated in watching things that we know are not good. Yeah, like not good for us, not good for anyone. Not good for them. There's nobody in this lineup that I feel is compass mentis in Mm. making this decision to Mm -hmm. go on the show and is looking and understanding how they might be perceived or looking and understanding kind of media consumption trends at the moment in general. Yeah. They're doing it because they want the money, obviously. Like, obviously, if you could travel back 10 years in time in a time machine and on the day that they wrapped filming, take them aside and say, okay, in 10 years' time, 
do you hope to be doing a Hills reunion? Every single one of them will say, no, I would really hope to have moved on in my life, mm-hmm. to have found success elsewhere, be that with a clothing line or New York Times best-selling sweet candy books. Like, they all want to be the one that can say, no, I'm not going back. But who do you think it was the hardest for to say, yes, I will? I think Whitney Port must have really taken a hit on this one. To it go lo- back into it. Yeah, it looked for a while like she was going to be a big star. And yeah, yeah, I suppose because she just kind of went off the radar and I assume that she just went into a life, just a normal No, she life. did this series of like videos. She'd started doing lifestyle blogging and stuff. She seemed like she did have some sort of fashion sway or mm-hmm. that she was going to maybe do something in that area. Um, but I watched only recently stumbled upon a series of videos she had that were kind of like mom tips and they were doing okay but I kind of wondered where is she at what's she doing like they just don't have the sway that they had before it's just nobody finds them relevant anymore it's like Lo Bosworth like she's not coming back to it and she started that website brand The Lowdown which is it's got like the lifestyle brand and it's a, it's a website I think it does okay but she also had um, I think she had one season of a show that got cut or um, she's done a lot of things and she did a clothing brand then that wrapped that went out of business as well like mm. so I think she's not coming back to it because she's quite aware that she hasn't had the success that she wants she's obviously not as eager for the cash you see there's always the chance and if you're faced with that decision and it's like when we're faced with do you want to go to your secondary school reunion you weigh it out and you're like yes I do no I don't but there's always the chance for them and this is like a secondary school reunion 10 years later publicly like broadcast on MTV though yeah like if you're struggling right you say yes to the hills and then we all publicly see your struggle But they are privately struggling every day in small ways. Like, I don't know, do you know that there's a site now that celebrities, like Z-list celebrities that used to be famous get paid money to do like request videos. So, yeah, it's really sad. So your one who plays Tracy Turnblad in Hairspray, she just stopped getting gigs after that, you know. She's uh, very talented. Fantastic, brilliant singer. The role was made for her, like she was born for it. Nothing really happened for her afterwards. And a journalist from, I can't remember the publication, but journalists found out that there was this site and there was celebrities doing these messages and all like really obscure celebrities that you'd be like, oh my God, yeah. Like your Audrina's. Um, Where you can send in like your message. So I'll go like, oh, please say hi to my friend Cassie for her birthday. She's such a massive fan. And if you say, you know, this, she'll really laugh and blah, blah, blah. They record that message and they get a fee of like a hundred quid or whatever. Um, So it's like sad, but there's just a thing that I suppose when people are kind of knocked off their pedestal that they seem more accessible. We've talked about this before about people in the public eye you you like they're a commodity yeah you feel like they owe you something yeah so she this journalist reaches out to Tracy and or like she has a real name I don't know what it is but she played Tracy and you know asked her to do a message and asked her what she's up to at the moment so for your one to give her like the the lowdown on what she's up to and your one starts like listing off all these projects and she's so busy And like you can see the panic in her eyes at having to answer the question. And then the journalist proceeds to take the absolute piss out of her in the article. It's like, look how busy she is. She's doing a second rate horror movie with such and such. And this like rips it out of her. It was really mean. But I was like, these celebrities, these once 
famous and now unknowns are battling these little embarrassments every single day privately. Yeah. So this is just another one. They're probably really resilient to this kind of shame. And this, but this one, there is a chance that your career could be reignited. Like Celebrity Big Brother has reignited careers briefly. Yeah, I mean, if you do it well and you come across as likable and and together and all that kind of stuff, or there's development from the last time that we saw you. But if it's a case where it's just the hills over and over again and we just see the same kind of like you know, wanting them for success, it's very hard. Like they need to offer more. But then again, it is also extremely difficult in that their failure has been not, I hate, I actually hate the term failure because Mm. I think that, you know, God loves a try and if they keep trying to get there. Now, Heidi should not be a musician. We know that, right? And has her her music career just did not take off. But the footage of that video did add something to my life. Yeah, but like... I suppose they just, they just, their failure or their their careers have been so public since they were so young. Like, what's really shocking about this, it's been, it's it was 2010 when The Hills first aired and it ran till 2013. No, sorry, earlier than that. It was 2006 when it first aired and it ran till 2010, right? Even now at this stage, coming back they're only 32 33 Mm. like at the time they seemed like they were adults and they were grown up but really looking at it they were you know they were they were child stars they were childs they were in their early 20s like Mm -hmm. childs children in their early 20s they obviously didn't they had no idea how media was going to go they know like they didn't have the social accounts like we had today they were reality tv stars when there were no other self-made stars you know Um, and now they're competing against reality other reality tv stars other programs like love island where they're not even reality tv stars that are their lives are interesting enough where they're just people who are coming onto these reality tv shows and becoming big massive influencers and then obviously people who've just rose to fame on social media and all that kind of stuff and youtube as well Mm -hmm. and they're trying to kind of grapple with all of that and it's just been so public and so painful it's bizarre that they're going back to do this again though yeah i know they like they this show was born in the era where like paris hilton reigned that's yeah. where they were at and the format was completely on like it was so new in that we'd had reality tv in the form of nick and jessica and the osbournes and very yeah. sort of rough and ready and you know quite candid or whatever but this was glossy it looked like a soap opera they had their names on the screen the scenes were planned out it was semi-scripted and no one had ever seen anything like that before I think the format took off no matter who was in it the format was going to take off yeah and they just ended up in the right place at the right time or the wrong place in the wrong at the right time whatever they it wasn't their personalities and now reality t- TV is so personality driven it's all about the personalities like you can put 10 people on an island in Spain it's nothing about the the format or the set or it's just personalities and these guys didn't have them no they were scripted and the drama was curated and I suppose a lot of the draw at the time like the reason this rose to fame was the was an obsession with wealth that came about because of um, Paris Hilton that we never 
especially like viewers in Ireland, viewers in the UK, we never experienced or saw the lifestyles of the rich and famous the way we did there. Like yeah. LA was insane. It was this crazy place that we had no access to, no understanding. People were still very private. We didn't mm. have social media. We got an insight then to not only the lifestyles of the rich and famous, but the lifestyles of their children, which mm. is where Laguna Beach kind of the concept derived from was that we we really fasting to monitor and watch these very rich, well-to-do children and the lifestyles that they have. So that's what the draw really, really was initially. Um, again, yeah, they didn't have to have personalities. They just had to have a certain lifestyle and, and present a certain look behind the scenes that we hadn't had access to before. Now, not only have we be kind of become immune or desensitized to that level of wealth and that kind of lifestyle, we also have, so we've we've just become immune to people who are, historically wealthy so these people were wealthy because their parents were wealthy we've understood that we've seen it in the most extreme forms now because of the kardashians and everything else and we understand that people are just some people are just born with a hell of a lot of fucking money Mm -hmm. but now we also live in a world where we have other people like jeffree star and shane dawson who have made loads of money off youtube and now we're seeing their lives as well Mm. so like there is no there's nothing here that we haven't seen before. Yeah. The only draw of this is that there's a certain fall from grace. It's like, um, I think and I, I think that MTV have gotten kind of, I suppose, lucky in a way with it, that they're getting a second wind out of the same cast of people, but it's a totally different concept and we're watching it for totally different reasons. Mm. It's like, um, there's this great documentary on Netflix called The Queen of Versailles. Yes, I watched it. It's fabulous. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's, it's about this really extraordinarily rich family who are building the biggest residential home in the world. And then through and the documentary started out following them building this big home. And then throughout um, throughout the filming process, they end up losing loads and loads of money. And then they live in this kind of half finished home. And it becomes a story about wealth and greed and perception and all that kind of stuff and it's just it's really really fascinating um and i think that not that i'm saying that this is the direction that the hills is going to go in but i think that they're probably doing it without the understanding that that's why we watched it before yeah you see they don't get it and it, you just reminded me of grey gardens there at the documentary i think we were actually texting about it a few weeks ago we were recommending it to kira and it's the the subjects don't realize that they're now being filmed in a completely different way than it used to be. So Grey Gardens tells the story of their family members, distant family members of Jackie O. And they were New York high society, had everything was fabulous, massive mansion. And the young Edie was a socialite and she was pictured for the paper and everything was fabulous. And they just gradually, when the father left, they just... their lives deteriorated around them they seem to maybe suffer from some sort of mental health issues the two the mother and the daughter live alone Mm -hmm. in the country in this mansion that's just falling down around them and the cameramen come back and offer them a show and they think this is great and we're getting because Jackie O just had um, come she was like blowing up so they thought oh this is a great opportunity to showcase how horrific the conditions her family are living in. Mm. But they didn't understand that and they thought that they were being filmed in the way that they used to be followed around by the media. Yeah. And it's such an interesting watch because 
they are trying so hard to make it something and make their lives interesting. And the interesting thing is that it's shit and you, you just can't get away from that. And all the cameraman wants to focus on is like the rat in the corner while young Edie is trying to tell him all about how she loves walking down to the river and yeah, all about her day-to-day life. And like the, the only thing that's of interest to the audience is just how awful her life is. And it's it's this really weird, exploitive... That's the thing. Is But is this... We're definitely in a sort of grey area with exploitative content and we know that we Mm. talked about that not that we've not that we've single-handedly solved that but we talked about that with the likes of bloggers unveiled we knew the content wasn't good we knew it wasn't necessarily validated and yet we watched and we watched and then when the fallout happened we watched that and we watched things like we're gonna watch the hills or we watch people get upset on love island Mm. because there's that Catharsis or my life is better or is yeah but like just enjoying watching bad things like it's the same simple thing and I suppose the only like the only way that we can the only way that we can watch this and clearing our own conscience of it like we can't we have to try and understand that they know exactly what they're doing and that they're being paid loads of money to do it but do they like when I look at Audrina I don't know if she knows like I remember <laughs> remember a few years back she did like Dancing with the Stars and her mother had a she drunken came, ranch. She came 11th. Yeah. It, well done. How yeah. do you have that fact? <laughs> um, so her mother had was like filmed after a night out and she's like just a drunk mom and she was like Audrina is number fucking one. Audrina has always been a superstar and she's like fuck the hills. Audrina's number one and I was like Okay, Audrina didn't have a chance here. Like, it's not her fault. But then she's landed in the middle of this and she's a celebrity and everything that comes with that. And remember, she was dating like Chris Pine for a while. Was she? Yes. And then but he. She's they, not a celebrity. I know. And I just feel sorry for her because now I'm sitting here calling her a dumb bitch and I'm sure she's devastated about that. Yeah. But, like, I'm calling her a dumb bitch because she ended up in the wrong place. It's not her fault that she's dumb. But, but like, this is the thing, right? To if, film this, her. if this, but if this is exploiting her, right? If this is exploiting her, and they're putting on her on another show, and we all say no, no MTV, we don't want this. You're exploiting people because they're desperate for money, and you're putting them on a show, and we don't watch it, yeah. and we turn away from it. Then they won't do another series, yeah. and then they'll cut this one, and then this will just be another failure to add to the list of poor failures that they've had over the last 10 to 13 fucking years and would that not crush Audrina more should we not all watch it and let Audrina think that we love her an actual fact for watching it because yeah I don't know it's just a grim fascination but can Audrina be crushed I don't like all the shit Bobby did to her Justin Bobby and she was so fucking resilient she always just kind of had this weird smile she would never get really sad I was like Audrina you should be really sad right now he's so mean and she'd be like (laughs) (laughs) like kind of smiling there's a lot of questions that we need answered like we need to watch it to understand the world a little bit better how did the boy who never washed his hair own three hair salons yes yeah. What is it? Yeah. We just need to know. When is it coming back? 
I have no idea. It's probably only going to be one of those everyone sits around a couch and has a chat kind of reunions. Are it's you not, serious? No, it's supposed to. It's a new. It's called New Beginnings. The Hill. So like it, yeah. it's a series. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a series. I would okay. say. Yeah. If I were to bring back anything, it would be the city. I thought that was so much better. But like I would I would watch something about people trying to make it in media in New York. Like that's yeah. what the premise of that really was. Mm. And it was when there was see when the hills and everything started and they were interning and I just sorry, I've also just remembered Fade Street in my head. Oh but, never forget. But when they were interning and they were trying to make it work and there was some sort of like I don't know if their jobs are real or not, but there was some sort of thing there mm. we were observing people who had come from very um very financially stable backgrounds doing these internships trying to build a successful career in a world where they didn't necessarily need to have careers mm-hmm. um, but at least that was somewhat interesting then Faith the street sh- or city the, the city. city yeah okay but then but also the hills like they heidi and lauren used to work together wasn't it, it was yeah, they had, had or a heidi job quote unquote the way they always speak about getting a job like it's they had interns so yeah they had internships and lauren obviously was working in vogue and all that kind of stuff um with whitney there and stuff but um then the show very much became about the show and the mm. pressures of the show. It was so mad. And the Kardashians has done that as well. Like yeah. the Kardashians latest argument was about Courtney not making time to film a series. And then they were talking, they were like, well, Courtney has signed up to a series and like she needs to make time to do that. Do and they do that? Yeah, that was their like their so big meta. They went to therapy for it. And I was like, and Courtney was like, well, you know, my family is my priority and working isn't my priority. And Kim was just like, but we've got a show. We have to do the show. And it was the show that we... That was and they showed that on the show. Oh my God, that reminds me of like magazines when they show like their cover photo within the magazine. Like that it's like the magazine is within the magazine. Yeah. It really freaks me out because... It goes on forever. It's just it's so mad. It just keeps happening. In that just, magazine in is a picture of that magazine. It's is like a picture. movies about making movies. I hate them. I don't get, I just can't. Or it's like real life movies, like say Molly's Game, right? I know I talk about it every week, but <laughs> it it's amazing to me that we can watch a movie about her life and that character and Jessica Chastain playing that character. And then it's like, if there were to be a sequel... The sequel would be about the movie being made because that character went on to have a movie made. But you can't mention that. Okay, well, the same could be said about every single film memoir that's ever been made into a film. We didn't need to give Molly's Game another shout out on this (laughs) podcast. But she's still alive and she's still young and she's at home in her mother's bedroom right now trying to make it work. But there's been a Hollywood movie made about her. And what if we did want to come back for a sequel? It would be weird. Because Jessica Chastain would have to be in it. But she's already in it. But Jessica Chastain would be... I get it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, Jessica Chastain would be playing Molly. But Je- but they'd but have playing, to reference Jessica there. Chastain. Yeah. And the success of... Yes. Yeah, okay. They'd be it. like... Because Molly's character... Molly would be like, oh my God, Jessica Chastain's playing me. So then would we need to get someone to play Jessica Chastain while Jessica Chastain yes. played Molly? Yes. It's kind of like that really stupid scene in Ocean's 12 where... Where, um, what's her name? Roberts, Julia Roberts played Julia Roberts. You oh, know, yeah, like they yeah, were trying yeah. to do distraction. They were like, oh, it won't work. It'll never work. And she'd be like, no, you look really like her. And then she's like, is that Julia Roberts? It's like, oh my God. That's awful. I didn't, I haven't seen that oh movie. Oh my God, that you have to go back to it. Yeah, Julia Roberts was played 
pretended to be Julia. Like, I also have a problem when celebrities make cameos and don't acknowledge that if they're allowed to be a celebrity, then everyone else who's in it, it also is their real selves. Like you can't have, say, like, I can't even think of one example, but Brad Pitt comes in in a cameo and he's Brad Pitt. But like Jennifer Aniston's not Jennifer Aniston. It doesn't work. Friends. Didn't happen like that, though, because he wasn't playing Brad oh, Pitt. Oh, yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have it. Absolutely fabulous. The movie. Kate Moss is Kate Moss. But if she's Kate Moss, then Joanna Lumley is Joanna Lumley. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm feeling your anger here. I do understand you know? it. But I think it's just like this little in-joke that they do when they're making things. It anyway. is an in-joke, but I don't appreciate it. Okay, I'm really going to be thinking about your Molly's Game sequel now all evening long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we also wanted to talk today about uh, sustainability, but we've run out of time talking about the hills. So gonna going to park that one till we next week. That. We will talk about sustainability, though, because it's a massive trend, and I feel like we should talk about, you know, Really important movements as trends. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, we got a little bit carried away, but I think it was important and it's good that we talked about it and we all just need to support Audrina and watch the new season of The Hills. <laughs> Even though she's incredibly resilient and doesn't know whether you're supporting her or not. <laughs> and she probably won't talk, just take off her bra and keep her mouth open. She just stand there with her mouth open okay. while things happen around her. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, should we do all the things? <laughs> What thing? Follow oh, the us. socials. Oh yeah. my God, we haven't done that the last few weeks. Um, okay, so follow us on Megan M. Cassidy or Cassie Lorraine on Twitter. Megan Marie Cass or Cassie Lorraine on Instagram. Lovin.ie, D-O-T-I-E and Lovin Dublin everywhere. Okay. Bye. Bye. The Diet Coke Because I Can campaign is about carefree, fun with friends and celebrating the things in life that make you feel good. Take part in the Diet Coke Because I Can series by following hashtag Because I Can.